This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. There were some Catholics who were made aware of the errors of Francis all the way back in 2015 when he issued a document called Laudato Si. It's on care for our common home. It's essentially Francis promoting the green program of our secular authorities. Their claims about the state of creation, their claims about the great doom that's facing everybody. That is what Laudato Si is about. It's giving a Catholic take on it, or at least that's its purported purpose. It was the latest in a long line of documents on what is called Catholic social teaching, which goes all the way back in the modern form to Pope Leo XIII in the 1880s with his landmark encyclical Rerum Novarum. Although to be fair, Leo wrote about social issues as well, going back before that, and popes were writing about that in the 19th century, going back decades before Leo XIII. But Leo XIII is generally credited as being the father of Catholic social teaching, and virtually every pope since Leo XIII has added in some way to this, usually issuing statements and documents addressing some sort of social problem of the day. And so it was not surprising when Francis issued this document. But what was surprising is that he inverted the logic of Catholic social teaching on its face, which was really him completing a project of his predecessors who had engaged, who had essentially engaged with and embraced the sort of ethos of our secular authorities going back to the 1960s by inverting the logic of concepts like subsidiarity, which is a Catholic social teaching concept that says things should be local, decisions should be made by local authorities as much as possible. Laudato C overtly rejects that in the name of subsidiarity, and it's really quite striking. Now, why am I talking to you about this today in a news video? Because Francis has suddenly been promoting Laudato C again. Again, his emphasis on all things green and the care for our common home, as he calls it. This program is one which he works very, very closely with the secular authorities. They held a meeting in Switzerland this past week, and they expressed concerns, among other things, that people in rich countries don't seem to be by the program they're trying to sell for everybody anymore, especially in America, where they're very concerned about things that are going to happen here this year. Francis famously sent them a letter that was read by a papal representative on his behalf, showing support for their current program. It was read after some at some point after a demon worshiper gave an infernal prayer blessing to those gathered at the event in the most diabolical public spiritual event that I've seen since perhaps the Pacamama event in 2019 in the Vatican Gardens. But since the start of the year, 
when he hasn't been playing defense over fiducia supplicants, he's been increasing his focus on this care for the common home topic, either directly or by issuing, giving other homilies telling, telling about how we need to really focus on su essentially supporting those who tell us what is the official narrative of things. What does that mean for us in practice, though, this f focus on the Laudato C program? What it means is you need to get ready to be lectured more about the need to recycle and treat our common home, as he calls it, as almost a human being in itself, and how we need to trust authority. So bear that in mind. Headline from Catholic, the National Catholic Reporter. Protecting the environment is part of protecting human life, Pope says. Now here's a general reminder that the National Catholic Reporter is a heretical, extreme modernist news outlet that was actually told by the American bishops to stop calling itself Catholic. They ignored the, what the bishops had to say on this where they actually criticize Francis periodically. When they do so, it's always from the perspective of Francis not going far enough for them. To also give you an idea of how far gone this outlet is. Francis gave an address where he invoked a memory of the construction of a waterway that went horribly wrong in the 1960s in this address that they're covering here, resulting in the loss of 1,910 1, souls despite the engineers before the thing was built warning that the barrier that they were building was being built in an unsuitable place and that the, it was going to have some bad consequences. The destruction that this uh, the construction project caused has been a cautionary tale in Italian and European engineering and conservation circles ever since. Francis invokes the memory of that mess to make the following point about the care for the common home, as he calls it. Quote, The obligation to care for creation is not only about the environment, it has to do with human life. As the Creator conceived and arranged it, Pope Francis told a group from northern Italy dedicated to remembering the 1,910 people who were ended at, from the Varjant disaster. This is extremely relevant today, the Pope said. The care of creation is not simply an ecological factor, but an anthropological issue. It has to do with human life, as the Creator conceived and arranged it, and it concerns the future of everyone of the worldwide society in which we are immersed. End quote. Note that, by the way, this all-encompassing society that he's talking about. If you can, if that is a society, then the word society has no functional meaning because society is a concept built from this common identifier. Okay, a society exists because people have some common connection, and when it's encompassing all of known creation, it means nothing. The word itself means nothing. Now, something Francis has been central to is the idea of selling this program for this society here that our so-called betters have been pushing. That has been central to everything Francis has done since he stepped out onto the loggia in 2013. Even in areas of Catholic life that don't seem directly related to the Laudato Si topic, it's calls for independent non-governmental authority to basically be able to order governments around telling them what they do on that subject. Francis has been reforming the faith in other ways to make amenable to the people pushing that program for this sort of social integration that he holds so dear. We saw this explicitly with Fiducia supplicants, you mean Anamorse Laetitia, where the changings of the, the, the faith was changed in practice while maybe verbally expressing continued belief in the teachings of the church. The practice was changed in ways that fit to the secular norms. We have seen this before. Everything Francis does is to promote unity in the secular world under one diabolical, world-encompassing banner. Keep that in mind as we continue through this article here. Francis tells that, us that, quote, The common home is crumbling, he said. The, the reason is once again the same. Greed for profit, a frenzy to earn and possess that seems to make people feel omnipotent. 
when being creatures should mean learning to respect limits. Pope Francis noted that 2024 marks the 800th anniversary of St. Francis of Assisi, writing most of the Cantal of the Creatures, the hymn of praise to God for the gifts of creation, a hymn in which he addresses as brother or sister the sun, moon, stars, wind, fire, and other elements. Calling them brothers and sisters, the Pope said, makes it clear that all creation is, quote, part of a single living web of good, lovingly arranged by the Lord for us. In the canticle, St. Francis praises the Lord for sister water, which is very useful and humble and precious and chaste. And it is useful and humble, the Pope said, yet it became tremendous and destructive in the case of the Vergente and is inaccessible for so many in the world today who suffer thirst and have no drinkable water. We need the contemplative uh, look, the, rep- the respectful look of St. Francis to recognize the beauty of creation and to know to give things their proper order, to stop devastating creation with the deadly logic of greed and to collaborate fraternally in development, he said, end quote. You know, it really does make me mad when he uses St. Francis of Assisi in this way. I, but, but St. Francis is my confirmation saint, so this is, uh, I always take it personally when he does this. And St. Francis wasn't promoting some political program here like Francis is. St. Francis was trying to teach us to view all of, take creation and have some value to it, to see the hand of God in everything that we do, in everything around us at all times, to understand that God speaks to us through very different means that are not just, you know, at Mass and in the Scripture and everything else, but God is present in all things. That's what St. Francis's point was. But instead, we're now seeing St. Francis co-opted to promote a secular program, which is something his allies, by the way, have been doing since the 1960s. St. Francis of Assisi never said, at all times preach the gospel when necessary use words. He never said that. In fact, that is literally the opposite of his gospel philosophy on how to evangelize people. He was a preacher. First and foremost, he preached to people to repent and believe the gospel. If Francis was, was so focused on that, we would have very few problems in the church today. Now, a key ally in America, though, has stepped forward to assist Francis in this program, Cardinal Robert Malcolroy of San Diego, whom we have not heard from in any meaningful way in almost a year. Cardinal McElroy issued a sort of a public letter and an address about Laudato Si and its care for the common home ideology. Cardinal McElroy called on Catholic universities to focus on Laudato Si, explicitly in how to make that what that dogma calls for a reality in the lives of the church today. It's a reminder that dogma calls for a lot of things, not just changes of behavior for Catholics, which is, would be a generally appropriate thing for Catholic social teaching, but it goes on and talks about how we there is need for international non-governmental organizations to address the problem and be able to hold governments accountable. Though I need to explain to you why that's evil. <laughs> Anyway, he tells us that we need to make this a reality in the lives of the church today and that Catholic universities need to take a prominent role in this. He wants the universities of the church, and since he's in America, giving the address explicitly American Catholic universities. And remember, the church in America has been a special focus of Francis. He never tires of taking taking, cheap shots at the church in America. He... Cardinal McElroy here, speaking as a mouthpiece for Francis, is calling on American Catholic universities to focus on a watered-down version of liberation theology, as well as the limits of technological development to the full acceptance of what the secular authorities say about the issue central to Laudato Si, which we'll call the uh, thermometer problem, since our hosts don't like people critiquing it. 
This is essentially a reframe of the social teaching of the church to focus on all things green, which is adding to the sense of surrender we're experiencing today in the church regarding the church's stance on politically salient and relevant topics that conflict with Catholic morality. Again, fiducia supplicants was a giveaway to the secular authorities. So was Amoris Laetitia. We just don't think of them that way. But it's bringing the church's values, its morality, which had always been like the gold standard in the, old, in the countries of old Christendom. Catholic Church had been the one consistent place where these were at least expressed and taught, even if the laity didn't follow them. But now the Church, with its great influence and great authority, has been surrendering on these issues. It's all tied together, folks. Laudato Si again calls for various governments to give authority to non to some singular non-governmental organization to essentially allow to become a governmental organization to enforce decrees and agreements about the care for our common home. That once this is accomplished, according to Cardinal McElroy, with the shaping or this will be accomplished rather, according to Cal Cardinal McElroy, with the shaping of future minds at the Catholic universities to go along with these evil decrees. Here's what he actually says explicitly on this quote. Laudato Si beautifully testifies the principle of solidarity which lies at the heart of Catholic social teaching and is so much under attack in our own nation. In the encyclical, Pope Francis reminds us that the effort to reverse the thermometer problem and the degradation of creation must also include a recognition that the poor and the marginalized suffer most acutely from uh, what we're doing to creation. For this reason, an integral ecology that always gives preferential care for those most vulnerable in our world is essential for a truly moral response to the dangers which confront us. Jesus is the model and guide for us in this solidarity, as is his unwavering preferential care for all those who are hurting and marginalized makes clear that any Catholic university should seek to instill this very same moral and spiritual stance in the hearts and souls of its students. End quote. Catholic universities are going to be at the forefront of this. I would suggest if you are thinking about attending a Catholic university or if you have children thinking about attending a Catholic university or grandchildren is that you look at what's called the Cardinal Newman list. This is a list of universities in America that actually teach the Catholic faith as part of their larger program, that they have fidelity to the deposit of the faith as opposed to the efforts of modernism. Not every Catholic university is created equal in this, and the more famous the Catholic university is for its sports programs and for a lot of its secular-friendly educational programs, the more embedded it is with the secular authorities on these issues, the more it's given away of the faith. And so these are, tend to be smaller universities, but they do teach the faith, which is the most important thing. I'm curious, are you surprised by this? Are you surprised that... Cardinal McElroy is echoing Francis's call, his reiteration in the aftermath of that big meeting in Switzerland where we saw a, an actual demon worshiper invoke diabolical blessings on people, where the people in attendance at that meeting were pushing for this issue more than anything else. Are you surprised by that? Well, let me know what you think about that in the comments, please. And hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.